and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 299. That feels weird to say. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Matt P. Video. Matt, how are you? It's always a surprise, always a shock now. Don't know who we're going to. I'm good, man. I'm really good. You're back. You're back from I'm your back. vacation. You're back from your holiday. I am how, indeed. How I am it? indeed. Was it worth it? It was lovely. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. Look, there were moments. There were moments during the holiday where I wasn't totally present. Okay. Where I'm like, I wonder what Xbox are announcing right now. But yeah. I'm at a cocktail bar. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be present, but it's difficult sometimes, you know? I, I can, but I, I still had a great time. I still had a great time. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, and obviously, our other co host is the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing good, you know. Jesus you seem disappointed in me. Why are you disappointed in me? I tell you what, audience. If you think maybe Crash gives us no energy at the start on purpose, he hasn't given me any energy at all this morning. Um, we're literally getting the show notes together. Crash hasn't said a word. Hasn't said a word. Like, I've got four words. Like, what the hell? Like, what is it? What's wrong? Are you okay? It's six in the morning for me. It's always six in the morning for you. That's not an excuse. I don't know what you want me to say. That's not an excuse I can think of. Damn, this is a this is a weird week. It's a it's a it's a weird time right now. We're 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 finished with E3 now, which mm-hmm. we're gonna get into in a little bit. Um, and we're all just we're just a little bit of a hangover, a little bit of a hangover feeling for me. <laughs> Which we'll get into, but if you didn't know, My Xbox and Me is a weekly Xbox podcast right here on YouTube.com slash My Xbox and Me, and of course, all podcast services. Uh, if you really, 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 really want to do us a favor, make sure you hit the review button on any podcast service that you choose. Five star it, eight star it, nine star it, write a nice review. It does help a lot more than you'd even believe. Apple Podcasts especially is super weird with the way they rank. It's done off of new viewers and new reviewers and we've had a bit of an influx coming since e3 so thank you for that we do appreciate it the other thing i would ask is if you are maybe just a podcast listener and you do have a youtube account even if you don't plan on watching us on youtube please do go over to youtube.com slash my xbox and me and hit the subscribe button it's it's my favorite channel to work on at the moment my xbox and me more than any of my other channels and it's something that we're going to talk about after the show um it's something we i want to do a lot more with so yeah please do consider hitting the subscribe button it does help when we see the numbers go up and they are going up so thank you for your continued support it does mean a lot to us if you want the show early head over to patreon.com slash mc fixer and yeah the shout out to our patreon producers erin god and f n h thank you lads for keeping the show on and keeping us going each and every damn week it means the world to us i'm actually meeting up with fnh paul on wednesday for dinner funny funny story you're taking fnh paul out for dinner before you're taking me and crash out for dinner number one let me make this very clear i am not taking fnh paul anywhere fnh paul hit me up and was like yo i'm in london he's taking you you out for dinner would you like to go should we go get dinner and drinks and i was like of course you're in london I want to I wanna see you. And uh, yeah, so we're going to go. We don't know where we're going or what we're doing. I'll report back next week on what we're doing and stuff. But um, no, it's not a Fair dinner enough. date. It's not a it's not a date or anything like that. Anybody listening who understands that reference. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, so no jealousy needed, Crash, okay? 
I wasn't gonna be jealous. Good, I'm glad. I, I'll, I'll be jealous. Conflicts, don't you worry. I'll be jealous on your behalf. I got no worries. <laughs> uh, topic of the show this week, lads. I thought we would uh, number one talk about E3 as a whole. E3 is now is now been and gone. It's something that we were all very much looking forward to. We were all very much excited about. And I'll start off by saying it was kind of a dud. Overall, I'm not talking about specifically Xbox or specifically any show individually that was really, really bad. <coughs> Koch. Um, but I'm just saying E3 as a whole this year was a bit was a bit of a letdown. Now, before I go on to my, my big spiel about it all, obviously, thank you to everyone that worked hard on E3. I understand that it is not easy to do E3. I understand putting things together, hosting. Literally everything that goes into E3 is not a small task. I know how hard it is for us dum-dums sitting here reacting to E3 and making content is. So I can only imagine how hard it is to cut a demo together or a trailer together for this. And I'm, I'm sure it took months and months of work. And so just so people don't think I'm being an absolute arsehole, thank you for all your hard work. I do mean that. But... We make content here and we have to make this talk about this content, right? Which was E3 as a whole just wasn't exciting for me as I thought it was going to be. Like, it felt like everybody, everybody except for Microsoft had one foot in, one foot out. And it was like, we have something to show, but it's not enough, but we're still going to show it anyway. And it just sort of left this weird feeling around me as a whole. And that's why I say like the hangover feeling today on this episode where I'm like, Ah, I should be still buzzing from all everything that's been announced. I should have watched trailers over and over and over again. And I, I and I did. There's a couple out there that I did. Halo being one of them, which is crazy to think. But um, yeah. overall, it just kind of was a bit uh, for me. Matt P, you missed a lot of E3. How are you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I I caught up on a lot of it, and look, I think I think you're right. I think, um, I think I think 2021 has been a very strange year. 2020 as well, right? Like, it's easier than ever to be a part of E3. It's it's you know making a virtual show, although a hell of a lot of work goes into it. And it's a different ball game to doing a live show. Um, it's like technically easier to create a live show, right? Like like the ability is there to zoom with somebody and interview them, and then make a live show out of that. Yep. Um. But it's been harder than ever to produce games in the past couple of years because everybody's moved to this working from home thing. And so there is this bit of a lag of like, we can do a live show. Do we have anything to show at it? Maybe not, right? Like like even Breath of the Wild, right, coming out, which is a big announcement for a lot of people and obviously not Xbox related, but you get what I'm saying. Like, they didn't actually show much of that nothing. game. Like, no, it's out next year, right? It was, Look, all of E3 was 2022, 2022, 2022. And it's like, the yeah, most hype announcement Nintendo had was Super Mario Party, all right? Superstar Mario yeah. Party, where it's called. Don't even get me started with them lot, all right? Don't even get me started. Crush, <laughs> yeah. we covered it. We watched most of it. How were yeah. you feeling about E3? Um, I think I kind of echo your sentiments to a degree on where it was kind of a dud, but I don't know if I blame any of the companies no, and was like, I was just sad it just, it yeah. just didn't live up to what I, I expected and I think between all of us I had the lowest expectations yeah mm. like I had no hype I set my expectations 
perfectly fine of like, just give me good shows, fine shows, okay shows. And even that was was underwhelming for most of the things. I think what the number one, I don't mean to call anybody out, but I have to. E3, as in E3, not, and let me make this very clear, not the hosts, not the production, none of that. All of that was fantastic. But what E3 was able to get from publishers, oh God, you shouldn't have bothered. You mm, shouldn't have yeah. bothered. You, you, you literally was an, we've always said E3 is like an ad, right? It's an ad, it's an advert, it's an advert. People have said that you shouldn't be getting excited for adverts. And it's like, well, shut up. We get excited for Super Bowl adverts. We'll do what we want, right? And, but E3 showing was literally an advert. Gearbox's showing was horrendous. Capcom, terrible. Um, who else was there? Was part of theirs. Battle for Blood was okay. Bandai. It just it cut Bandai apparently. I didn't even bother watching. I I had, I had already switched my brain off at that point. The only Good one that, that I really liked, and maybe because it benefits me in a way, but also shines a light on things that need to be shined on, which was Take Two's, because they had a diversity panel. They didn't show games, but they they. They didn't really hype anything up, but they just sort of shocked people with the fact of like people turn up expecting something and then they got a panel of a bunch of black people talking about the industry. And it was like, huh, <laughs> this wasn't what we was expecting. So um, shout out to them. But yeah, I just, E3, you, 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 you dropped the ball. You really dropped the ball. You, you, you're, you're, from a media uh, perspective, the portal thing was a mess, an absolute mess. I didn't know how to cover E3 through that at all. So do you know what? I just didn't. Mm -hmm. And not only that, the what you had produced in terms of content that you were showing us, the audience, was extremely lackluster and boring. Which, again, I don't know if I can really blame them because they can only they can only put out there what they are given. So, but it was like Gearbox's show. I know that's the one that sticks out in my brain, which was like, oh, okay, we're going to get to see a deep dive into uh, Tiny Tina's game. And it was. It was literally just the exact same trailer that we'd already seen. I think um, you hit the nail on the head when you said about people being uh, one foot in and one foot out, right? And I think E3 themselves were the same. I think, I think that everybody kind of has this feeling like, oh, but next year we'll be back to normal. Like, next, like, do we need to invest that much into the app and the portal and, and like this way of doing things if next year we're back to normal? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so like it did feel a bit like, and I'm, I, you know, like we keep saying, I know there are people who worked really hard on this stuff, yeah. um, but it didn't feel like anybody really was 100% committed. Um, you know, I, mean, I think there probably is that feeling of, well, why don't we just plan and keep putting effort into what next year will be? Um, yeah, where hopefully games will be coming a lot sooner and, you know, all those kinds of things. I kind of disagree with that. I think we have to remember that we just went through a pandemic. It's like the amount 100%. students had to show is going to be not... I think the pandemic hit the industry a lot harder than we assumed. And we already assumed, at least here, that the pandemic hit the industry. Yeah. I think it hit it a lot harder than we assumed. And then you also have to remember, this is post-cyberpunk. And I do think that's going to have a ripple effect on what's shown yeah, and how it's shown and when it's shown. Because um, that turned out atrocious. And I think every mm. developer, especially if you're a big developer and you have something cool to show, you're like, I don't want to show this too early. I don't want to sell it the wrong way because 
when it comes out and if it comes out and it's poor and it's not a correct representation that could really hurt us at least right now so close to cyberpunk yeah do, no. do you think this is a bit crazy but like do you think we would have if cyberpunk had never existed we would have seen gameplay of starfield at e3 no do you think do you think that was like a major consideration no nope. I, th- I think I, I think it played a part in like crushes and i do agree in terms of like companies are going to be gun gun shy now about what they show and how early they show things and i i'm happy for that and my biggest critique of xbox's showcase was ah it was a little bit cg heavy and Mm -hmm. they have they if everything they showed at their show is tonally as good as what the cg trainers are showing they're going to be xbox are going to have a ridiculous couple of years ahead of them right like yeah. it was a fantastic show and people uh, uh, ram mccaffrey put up a um put up a thread of like oh what did you rank it a b c d and i was like oh b like it was it was the best thing for game pass and and for the conversation around xbox fantastic mm-hmm. like the way the way i'm seeing people talk about xbox now it reminds me of the 360 days like that's how much people are running to GameStops and game to get Xboxes. There, mm-hmm. it, it, it's that like, oh, maybe I will get in this because they did such a great job of showing everything in the whole twenty-seven games that we're showing are in Game Pass. Yeah. It was like, oh, I should probably have one of these machines or a PC. Like I should, and the PC is way more expensive. Um, but yeah, I think I think the whole being gun shy makes sense, but. No, I think Starfield 100% wasn't... It's not ready. It's not yeah. ready to be shown yet. I think Xbox had to have this CG trailer. They had to put it down and be like, it's exclusive. And then they had to keep saying, exclusive, 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 exclusive. Yeah. And that's how they've now won a lot of people over. But no, I don't think Cyberpunk... Cyberpunk is the reason why we didn't get gameplay. I don't think, no. Yeah, I didn't really believe it either. Just thought it would be an interesting <laughs> talking point, but um, but yeah, like I t- I totally agree with what you were saying, and uh, yeah, I think I think this is the best so far, the best way that Xbox have really pushed and shown off Game Pass. These we're going to show you thirty games today, and twenty seven of them are day one on Game Pass, and really helping people understand that. I think this is the best version of that that they've done so far. Hmm. Hmm. What what was each of our favorite announcements at? xbox's show specifically because we haven't been able to speak about it with you um matt like what what was your favorite thing that was shown at the showcase um a, a huge surprise to me but forza um like i've never been a big racing fan yeah. and just watching that even watching it on stream um no sorry i'm chatting i didn't watch it on stream i didn't watch it live <laughs> i watched it after the fact so i was watching their like uh you know replay of the stream yeah and as soon as they started showing it i jumped out to go watch the like proper 4k version on my tv and um that i don't understand like when they were talking about shooting the sky at 12k to put it into the game Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god i like maybe i'm the only person who cares about that but that is insane that is absolutely mental you're definitely Um, not the only person you're definitely not the only person and then as soon as i finished watching that trailer like i say i've never played a forza game but i went game pass installed forza horizon 4 and i've been playing that and and getting into it i've never been a racing game fan but that showing like got me so excited about that game it's absolutely stunning um and makes me want a series x even more than my the less now 
So we'll see how that goes <laughs> come November. <laughs> my Xbox and my audience, I told them both. They didn't want to listen. Yeah, they no, didn't want to listen to me. Crash, Crash keeps pretending he doesn't care. I'm but fine. He does. 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 He says. Don't worry about what he, really his words don't. are saying. His words mean nothing. But trust mm. me. You're not going to be able to fully appreciate those 12K skies, Crash. <laughs> yeah, you're right. On my 1440p monitor, I'm so, going to enjoy the 12K skies. To, <laughs> to, to move us off to another question, but we'll come back to this question. Obviously, Playground are making Fable. And look yeah. how good Forza looks. Does that not give us all so much hope that Fable is going to... Even if Fable ends up being a trash game. Like, even if that is the case, which I don't think it will be. But even if that was the case, it will be a beautiful looking trash game. Does that not all give us hope? It does me anyway. Just looking at someone put up a um, a screenshot on Twitter where it was like Forza Horizon uh, One versus Forza Horizon Five, and was like, "Oh, where it started and where we are now." And I was just sure. like, "Oh my god, the difference is ridiculous." And like yeah. and now, I'm like, "Oh, Fable's World could look ridiculous as well." And I'm, "Oh man, so excited for that." I agree. Like, we did talk a little bit about like. Oh, but Forza does cars very well and no, environments no. very well. But do they do characters well, right? No, and going back that. to Forza, forget, forget the car. Horizon take the Four, car out of it. it's rough. Take, literally, lift the car out and get rid of the car. Yeah, and then just look at the world that they've built. Sure, the world is one thing, but the the characters look. And Forza Horizon Four is a very old game, and and they didn't have to put the effort into the characters in that game and the way you're carried. But that's it's rough. It like like yeah, that, that is such a huge not, step down. But to, in the same breath, like you're not focusing on the ca that character 100%. is like, hey, we have to have a character to stand on the podium. Someone, somebody, go and make that. Compared to it's like this character's our focus. Like I don't know, it gets me excited and gets me very happy for for where Fools are could, not Fools are Fable could be. Chris, you're gonna say something though, please. Do we think that they go with like the super realistic look that Forza goes for, or do you think they go more of a cartoony route? Because I feel like realistic. Mm, I kind of hope they so go. So not what Fable is. Yeah, I, I kind of hope they go switch. sort of like a little bit of a cartoony route. And I'm not talking about. Um, I'm talking more so in character design aspects because I feel like Matt's issue isn't as big of an issue if you go more of a cartoony route. I feel like it would be easier for them to do than go for yeah. these hyper realistic character models. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm not really too worried about that, but yeah, Forza looked absolutely gorgeous. I'm incredibly excited to finally see uh, Fable whenever they have something to show for it because I do yeah. think whether, like you said, whether it's good or not, it is yeah. going to be a gorgeous game. As early as the the only thing from Fable that we've seen is right that CG trailer. Um, it kind of felt like to me at least that they're trying to toe that line between. Both. cartoony fantastical yeah. and ultra realistic like, uh -huh. like remember the water looking particularly spectacular in in that fable cgi trailer and it's so hard to extrapolate what that game is going to be from that cgi trailer right it's so far off um but yeah i think i think probably they're aiming for some sort of happy middle ground and whatever that looks like will be fascinating to see yeah no i agree but to bring the question back crash what was the favorite thing that you saw at xbox is showing i'm torn between two things Ooh. one being uh halo i really 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 like what we saw of halo at the conference 
Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the multiplayer looked incredible. The grappling, hooking a rocket launcher, the grenading a sword to yourself, all the yeah. grapple hook stuff all looked fantastic. Um, and then also Redfall, which Redfall. looked, for a CG trailer, looked absolutely fantastic. And I understand it's just CG, yeah. but I just felt like the the aesthetic, the tone they were setting up, and all that for the whole universe that they're creating there just looked fantastic. And I'm just like, I want to be in this universe, whether the game will be great or not too far out to tell. We haven't really seen any gameplay. So yeah. Yeah. My thing I'm with you. Redfall for me, I think was the thing that watching the characters interact with each other. Give I'm, I'm someone that enjoys, I enjoy zombies. I enjoy vampires as well. As I said in my video that I put out on my channel is like, I watch, twilight and vampire diaries and like and i know that's i know it sounds really stupid but like that's how much i'm into like vampires like yeah. i watch very like not amazing vampire stuff just because i enjoy the world of vampires yeah 100 um so and obviously true blood was huge back in the day and i watched that and yeah i'm just i'm into it so that alone was like oh i'm excited for this and then learning sort of we sort of know a little bit more about it now in terms of like four player co-op shooter um we think it's sort of in the realm of like a left for dead um but i'm hoping it's all of that plus like you said crash the 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 character which was like reloading the gun with her i don't know her exact name but unfortunately skipping my brain now um but reloading their gun with her magic and all of those bits and bobs put together, I was like, if this can, if the gameplay can even match this fifty percent, I'm we're in for a fun game. And I think I know it's easy to say, and it's like kind of a little bit redundant to say, but it's like we spoke about it before. It's like that barrier to entry now for Xbox games is so crazy even if you don't own game pass right this precise second which i think you're crazy if you don't but if you don't <laughs> when a game comes out knowing that you can get in for a month for 10 pound or whatever it is in the equivalent of dollars is wild to me like it's mm-hmm. actually crazy to think like new game drops i put 10 pound down i play it for four weeks my subscription runs out i don't worry about it like, it's like, okay, cool. I'll wait for the next big game to come out and the next big game to come out. And the yep. fact that I know that all these games are coming out and I don't have to worry about them costing. And I'm, I'm again, I know I'm talking from a position of privilege because I get games codes usually for everything, but I'm talking about everybody now of like not having to worry about, oh, I need 70 pounds to pay that which we know Xbox yeah. games are not 70, but not having that in your brain is crazy to me. 100%. So, and anecdotally, from the same sort of point of view, like I haven't pulled the trigger on buying Ratchet and Clank yet because I'm in my head, I'm like, I don't have time to play this game right now and it's 70 quids a lot. And so I'm going to wait until I have like a weekend where I know, okay, I can dump some time into this game now. That might be in three, four months that maybe the game will be on sale there. So I'm not going to pull the trigger and buy it right now. Yeah, but for Game Pass, I'm paying hundred quid a year, and I just don't. That doesn't even cross my mind. Do you know what I mean? Like the games come out. Like I've pre-installed loads of games right now um, that I'm looking forward to coming out in the next few weeks. So, yeah, 
It's a big credit, difference. Credit where credit is due, though, with Ratchet, just, just because we're on the topic. It's a phenomenal game. And Xbox I know. currently don't have anything on... Xbox currently don't have a game like that on the platform mm -hmm. yet. Like, in this new... Even in, in the Phil Spencer era of Xbox, it's, it's all well and good having these great games, great to good games. They do need to get some amazing to fantastic games for me. Like it, it, it's playing my every time I play my PlayStation, it feels like I'm playing a blockbuster title every single yeah. time. Which let's not get it twisted. Xbox is the system I play on every single day, and I play all of my third parties on, the, and they're great to good experiences. But anytime I turn the PS5 on, I am playing a next gen game it feels like even if it's even if it does come to previous platforms and stuff like that they do they have up their level to another level already like ratchet is is a great game so you gotta give credit where credit is due in my opinion 100 um yeah i mean we who's got the who's got the official points then who who has well them, Matt? have you got them what's going on i've got the spreadsheet up here we haven't tallied them up yet so okay. should we very quickly yes. try and run through this? Very, very, very quickly. Quick. So so we've already covered some of these on other ones, but I'll just very quickly. Summer Game Fest, I scored a quarter of a point mm -hmm. for saying that Among Us 2 would come out. We got some Among Us DLC, so we decided to give me a quarter of a point for that. Crash also got a quarter of a point for saying Bandai Namco give a release date for Digimon, which they didn't, but they did give a release date for Elden Ring, and so I guess we gave him a quarter of a point for that. And Fixer scored one and a half points come on. for Kojima T's and new Elden Ring gameplay. Uh, you, you said Kojima teased with Xbox marketing. You didn't get the Xbox marketing bit. That's the but Kojima call, was right? there. Oh, the half. That was so the half. Right? You got a Kojima half for that. We give you a half for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We give you a half for that. Uh, so then moving on, we're going to try and rattle through these quick. Uh, Square Enix. I said we don't see Black Panther. We do see Spider-Man, and it makes me sad. Uh, Kresh, on the other hand, said there was a big focus on Black Panther and Wakanda, uh, and this is where the Avengers dies. I'm willing to give Crash the full point for that. We did me see too. Black Panther. Yep. Um, I, you could argue big focus is a strong term yeah. to put in there, but I mean, I'm I happy mean, to give you the point, Crash. In Crash's defense, it was the biggest focus other than the Guardians game. Exactly. So that is I'll true. give it to him. I'll give it to him. Um, uh, that Guardians game looked sick, by the way, but we'll we're not going to talk we'll about that too much. We'll we'll, okay, okay, cool. We'll um, uh, Fix, you said there would be a Final Fantasy 16 deep dive. Yeah. I uh, was extremely upset. <laughs> extremely, dude. So obviously, I'm a new Final Fantasy fan, right? So yeah, yeah. for me now, I'm like, anything Final Fantasy, I'm like, give it, give it, give it, give it to me, give it to me. Other than the Origins, which Chris will talk about in a little bit, because um, that game looks like a PS3 game. Um, but <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm guaranteed to get some online uh, content, right? Because every time I watch these damn shows. I'm like, oh, they show this game that I don't give a crap about. Now I'm bloody playing the game. They're like, yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that stuff. I'm like, what the hell? But yeah, I, I was upset. I was upset. What else did I say? What else did I say? Uh, your second guess was the new Outriders update story DLC uh, that you must pay for will be announced. Nope. Negative. No, unfortunately not. It was no Outriders at all, right? Don't think so. There was a little hype trailer, maybe? I don't know. I think Maybe it was not, in the sizzle reel. In the, yeah, that's what I kind of meant. <laughs> no, I don't count that. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely yeah, not. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Crash then said New Kingdom Hearts game with a confusing name. Nope. 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 It was a Final Fantasy game with a confusing <laughs> Yes. Yeah. We're yeah. not giving you any points, so I'm sorry. No, no I don't, I don't want so. any don't points. So. Uh, and then I said New Tomb Raider mobile game. Uh, nope. nope. Uh, I then said New Tomb Raider movie trailer. Nope. nope. New Deus Ex game, Crash said. Would be a could be a remake or a sequel. Uh, nope. nope. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, fix your final guess here was Life is Strange True Color character deep dive download a spin off one episode right now. Damn it! I was close. Well, got, I think that's half a point. We got we yeah. got we got we got some more some more. I didn't yeah. need this. I didn't need what they showed, but we did get more of uh, True Colors. So uh, mm-hmm. shout out to me. I couldn't hear any of it because I watched the non-copyright version of uh, Square Enix, but uh, uh, it, it looked yeah. amazing, you know. So can't wait for that game, but can't wait to be able to hear that game. That should be fun. That was that was a weird half step, right? So for people who don't know, that there was a there were two Square Enix conferences. One that had copyright-free music or no, dead silence. No, no, no. There weren't no copyright-free music for the Guardians trailer. They did copyright-free music, right? Nope, silence. No, it was copyright free music. Was the it? one I watched had copyright free music, yeah. yeah. See, I must have tuned it out. I must have tuned it out. Probably. Okay, my bad. Carry on. Carry on. My and bad, then, and a lot of the other music, which would have been an issue for streamers who were reacting, was just silenced. And so it was a bit of a weird one, wasn't it? We'll but there we go. Crash. It the best. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, Crash. they did it. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about okay, it. Cool. We, we should do. I feel yeah. like we should. Maybe that's a, vi- a feature video we should talk about. We'll, talk, we'll get onto that. Yeah, go on. Go on. Yeah, go on, that. Go yeah, on. I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah. So, Crash, you score one point. Fix scores half a point for Square Enix. Koch Media was next. Uh, we only needed two guesses each for Thank this. Thank God. Thank God, indeed. Man, I said Man Eater 2 would be teased. Was didn't it? Didn't see that. Oh, okay. No. I don't know. I, didn't, I don't I think so. It. I didn't finish it. It was, no, it, was that. it was so bad. I didn't finish the conference either. Should we just not score for these? Like, did anybody score anything? I, Crash, you said wait. Dead Island 2. We didn't released get that. Window. Yeah. We didn't get that. Uh, Fix, you said New Saints Row game, full yeah, co-op, Saints every, Row. Because this is the bullcrap, yeah? Because we made our announcements, and then they literally came out a day after and was like, yeah, no, we're not going to be showing any of this stuff. Yeah. I said Saints Row Battle Royale. Crash said new IP shown off third-person action. I don't think so, right? I'm sure that of the 12 things they showed, I'm sure one of them had to be third-person action. That's like a hovery third-person game thing. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> if you can't Wait. name the game, you don't get a point. I agree with that. I agree with that. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, they showed off that one game. If name it, that one I game. get a point. Get that a point. one nope. game. Carry on. Nope. No. Uh, your final guess there, Crash, was uh, new co-op Metro with Xbox marketing, uh, which I don't think happened either. Nope. Moving on. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh, we don't that. Yeah, we'll skip past that then. No points there. Uh, Ubisoft conference. I said we will see Sam Fisher, but it's not in Splinter Cell. Not at the UB conference, but it did happen, didn't it? At E3? Netflix? Did they show off some Sam yeah. Fisher stuff? Netflix did. Yeah. You're right. But okay. no, we didn't. No. Nope. I think it's worth a quarter of a point, nope. don't you think? No. Xbox, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even in the same showcase. 
I'm falling behind, guys. I'm trying to scramble for points, okay? Crash said a brand new Splinter Cell game. Let's all laugh at Crash. Please. <laughs> Fix, you said Skull and Bones release date. Yo, what the hell is going on with Skull and out. Bones? What the <laughs> hell is going on with Skull and Bones? Like, seriously. Madness. No chance Madness. that game ever comes out. Yeah, well... My next prediction might actually require me to go do a little bit of research. I said we would see eight plus minutes of Riders Republic. Eight plus. Was it, it not? Eight. Did nope. you keep a track? It's like five. I checked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. It's like five minutes. A little over five. I'm not even uh, going to give you half fair a point. Because no, you no, I don't deserve it. So exact, you know? I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. Um, well, if, if I just predicted like that we saw no Riders points. Republic, though, that would have been like... I mean, we would have wrecked you, yeah. but you would have got a point. Yeah. No, okay, fair enough. Crash uh, uh, said we get a release date for Rainbow Six Quarantine. We did. Now, we did, but they've renamed the game. And Crash no, specifically said Rainbow Six Quarantine. Oh, don't. One whole point for Crash. I'll give him the point. I'll give him the point. Fine, fine, fine. What's <laughs> um, <laughs> the fight over you? You should have dragged me down with You should have done your journalistic integrity and you should have tracked down the name before anybody else knew. You should have known, all right? If I wasn't actively falling down the scoreboard so quickly, I would be much happier to give people points. But I'm I'm getting left in the dust here, and I don't like it. Okay, uh, crash. You, uh, sorry, fix. Then you said division Heartlands gameplay. Bro, that's again why. That was a dunk. That should have been a dunk. I've literally alley looped the ball to myself and slammed it behind my head, and, and still didn't get a it, like, what? I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. Carry on didn't happen uh i then said for honor 2 would be announced which we did not get um this one maybe crash you know the answer but i would need to do some research three free to play games not including mobile games were shown off no you didn't get that nope i think so unlucky mate unlucky and then the probably the prediction that did not come true that breaks my heart the most fixes last prediction for this one was the new south park game a sequel to fractured butthole would be announced bro i didn't expect it I would have been incredibly excited if it did happen. I did, but I can't say lovely. why. Is all I'm saying. Oof. I don't it's, know. Um, any, just before anyone thinks anything, I know nothing. Just yeah. off of pure speculation, but I cannot speak the reason of why because I've signed an NDA. But I'm just like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. One day, maybe. One day. Maybe. Um, on to the big ones then the Xbox conference uh this is where i did give myself a little bit of a slam dunk easy first prediction i said starfield would be announced as an xbox console exclusive and we get a 2022 release window yep. we actually got a full-on release date so which is i mean i, I don't want to argue myself out of a couple of points here but you could argue that me saying 2020 release window is actually bad um it was 11 11 2022 right Something like that. is that right yep Same i think you get no points for that matt oh really Screw you, Crash. Yeah. I'm doing the scores. I'm giving myself the whole point. Um, and I'm definitely not giving you a point for your first Xbox prediction, Crash, which was Killer Instinct sequel. Will be shown off. Why you gotta word that's it like that? Do you know what? We should have given Crash an extra prediction that? because that's his meme prediction every year. I feel bad for him even wasting a prediction on that. But we don't get that. No point. Next year. No point. Uh, fix, you said big grounded update with 
lots of story coverage is what i have written down here yeah, that's why i said no no i was yeah I, I mean i liked what they showed of grounded it wasn't big and it wasn't story so <sighs> what are we saying half a point for that no not Quarter even half. A point you want to yeah. go wow okay yeah. fair enough, Dude, I, fair no, enough. I, when i was speaking i was speaking we were gonna get like a what they showed was cool but they were like yeah we've added sitting i'm like okay not quite big like I wanted, you know? So, yeah, yeah quarter. Cool. No, I couldn't take a half on that. I'm a, I'm a man of principle. Come on. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I said we'll get Halo. Uh, we'll get some sort of way of playing Halo Infinite today, um, which didn't happen, but they did say that you can sign up to their thing and they'll do a beta at some point, and maybe if you sign up, you might get into the beta. And no, 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 no. You're a of a point. scratching away, son. <laughs> Just keep moving on. Is it worth a quarter no. of a point? <laughs> okay, <Not fine>. really. <laughs> Wait, maybe we give him a quarter of a point here. No! <laughs> give the dog a bone. The dog didn't know bone <laughs> from me, bone. let me tell you. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, Crash then said Halo Infinite would have a battle royale. So I have a gripe much. with what you Ooh. wrote down. Ooh. I did mention that Halo would have a battle royale. But before the Halo will have a battle royale part comes, Halo will have a multiplayer focus. Oh, did you so really I'm not saying that? I get a full point, yeah. Somebody rewind the tape. That's not Unless what I've got written down. somebody from the audience goes back and confirms it, and there's only one person I trust to do that, which is Sarah Squid. If she doesn't do it, you get no point. You get nothing. Got it? Well, look, I, I think best case scenario there, you get a half a point. It gets nothing. If we can confirm, we'll nothing. go back and I'm get trying it. to get anything. Matt, you're nothing. trying to get anything you want. Why are you giving me some? <laughs> no, I, I, some I, I, I'm trying like, to get what some the points. Hell? Like, what the uh, hell? Come on. I don't want to lose, but at the end of the day, the integrity of the game matters more, you know? So. No, it doesn't. You're just trying <laughs> to get a quarter of a point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well then, Fix then said new Dead Rising game would be announced i guess wishful but thinking. Wishful thinking. yeah nothing nothing um i don't know how i was bullied into this but we uh, apparently this is my prediction we will see elden ring with a release window and then i've put june 17th to the 24th you guys, <laughs> I, I don't even remember you guys making me pick a week but i assume i was bullied into you that remember. <laughs> i uh, so i guess i only get half a point no you get nothing wasn't that xbox what xbox uh, Where's well. my man moving? <laughs> no, he's like, yeah, man, we saw Elden Ring. Yeah, at Summer Game Fest. Like you say, you we're all a little bit over there. We're all we're in a little, little bit. bit of E3 hungover funk 100%. right now. Yes. I don't remember which one was which. No, I don't get nothing for that. Though. No, right, you get nothing. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> Crash again predicted new Splinter Cell game. We'll move on quickly. Yep. Compulsion, if this is fixer prediction, yeah. Compulsion Games new game, Compulsion's Games new game, open world, first person, no survival. Um, Where the hell was it? Yeah, we don't we know. We saw no Compulsion. Yeah. We still don't know what they're working on. Their last game was We Happy Few. We what? never will. We, we never, never will. will. Know. Well, they, Xbox bought a studio and we're like, yeah, don't worry about putting out any games. Yeah, just you guys, guys go to work every day. You guys don't have to do anything. Just sit there. Fine. We got you. Yeah, we just, just went. We bought you just so we could put you on the sizzle reel of the studios we own. Okay. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. 
I said then Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be featured in some form or fashion. Didn't happen. Nope. We got a little bit crazy here at the end. Crash said scale bound is back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, no, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. Nope. Fix said Xbox have acquired a new Japanese studio working on a turn-based RPG. Bro, we only got like one Japanese and that no, like of new games, right? And it was the games I couldn't pronounce. And I was like, where the where the hell's Persona? Yeah. Persona was a bit, a bit of a mess again. A bit dead. What's that? I then said, Is that it? Oh, okay. no, we got one more each. We got one more each. I said, Fable has cast somebody from the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, yeah. We didn't see anything that. from Fable at all. Um, and then Crash said, Avowed gameplay and release window? Nope. 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 And then Final Fantasy VII Remake came, comes to Game Pass today, was Fix's prediction, which I think Bro. we said at the time. I'm so annoyed for I'm so annoyed for Xbox fans. I'm so annoyed for Xbox fans when it comes to Final Fantasy VII. Where the hell is Final Fantasy VII for Xbox fans? Crash, where is it? Not coming out. No, don't say that. You're gonna break if a lot you of say people. It's never you, coming out. Crash, crash. People can be surprised crash. when it does, crash. and they'll be excited. I think you forget how big our audience is now. You used to be able to say that sort of stuff. People listen to this yeah, anymore. Don't say that. You can't do that to people. Don't do that. That, don't that do was that. just a joke, everybody. Don't do that. Don't do that to people. People people sitting in their cars right now, eating their lunch, and like, did he just say it's never coming? Now you're going to get clipped up. Turtle come one day. On Twitter, you're going to get cancelled. Like, people are going to quote us. Like, come on. You can't do that. You can't do that. Here's my only thing. I don't know if they'll release it before they can release Integrate at this point. Yeah, I like, think I don't know if well. they will release yeah, but that means another year, isn't it? A year, I think it's six months. Okay, so another six that, months. Uh, uh, yeah, bro. I'm sorry. Go you play on PS4. Time. If you have a PS4, go <laughs> play on PS4 because it's that good. Like you have to play it. It's that good. Damn. Is that everyone? Matt? So that is everything, and the scores have been tallied. Start surprise, from surprise. Who, who come last? Tell us who come last. Surprise, surprise. In third place, with a score of one and a quarter points, one point two five, is me. Okay. I scored one point two five points. Um, and then in and what I think will be a bit of a shocking upset for for some people, in joint first place. What is Crash and Fix both scoring two point two five points? So you're telling me if Sarah Squid goes back. And Chris said multiplayer focused, and then we have an argument about him getting half a point. I'm gonna lose. What I'm saying is, it's up to Sarah Squid right now of who she thinks won this E3. Either a tie or I won. Yeah. Wow. Basically, yeah. The best you can hope for here, Fix, is a tie. I'd rather and, lose. Uh, we tied last year as well, Fix. I don't know yeah, if you remember. We got zero. <laughs> no, we both got like half a point or something like that. I was going to say, what at least we all got on the scoreboard. 2.25. 2.25. Yeah, so yeah, you we gave you two. Yeah, 0.25 for the grand. You got a majority fix. of your points off the uh, the one conference. What was it? The Summer Game, Game Fest, Fest yeah. conference. You got yeah. 1.5 points off Summer Game Fest. Yeah. Me and Jeff talk. We talk. Don't worry about what our relationship's like. <laughs> Jeff Jeff Although, all the deeds. Like that. 
Koresh did score no points whatsoever on the Xbox conference. And as an so, Xbox podcast, you could argue that, like, well... The one that, where he had five predictions, he couldn't get one right. Yeah, I didn't get, I didn't mean, get like, anything. Okay, two of my, wait, wait, wait. In my defense, two of my predictions were meme predictions. <laughs> yeah. Well, Splinter Cell and Killer Instinct, I suppose. Also, I thought Avowed would, like, I'd, we'd get something for Avowed, so I was like, I'll get part of a point there. We yeah. got absolutely nothing. Mad. Yeah. Mad. Okay. Well done. I'm proud of everyone. Congratulations. Me uh, too, that was jumping, fun. Let's jump into... Fix the sack. We got some questions from this week. Oh, Matt, you want to jump? You're going to jump in? You can do the Taylor? Uh, yeah, I can do. I, I collated these, so I've, I've rewritten them and, and reworded them ever so slightly. Um, also, I, I mean, they're borderline slanderous, basically just attacks at me. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see how this goes. Uh, Eld was uh, says, hey, all. That's what I said. Yeah. Hey, all. First, I... <laughs> First of all, great job on the E3 coverage. From what I managed to see, it was a great job done by all. Well, except Matt P, who ducked out on the most important conference. I would be keen, uh, <laughs> sorry, I would be keen to get the panel's thoughts on something that I am struggling to get my head around. Why, with the exclusivity of Starfield, has the internet become rather salty? I don't get it. I don't remember people being upset that God of War and Spider-Man are exclusive. So why are people so upset that Starfield is an Xbox exclusive? Because it's Bethesda. <laughs> and people, like, whether we want to accept it or not, people really were attached to Bethesda and people liked Bethesda. And when you find out, like, if you're a super hardcore PlayStation fan, you got, and maybe you can only get one console and you got the PS5, but now you can't get Starfield and you won't be able to play it, that's going to rub you the wrong way. Also, fanboyism. Stupid. Because the internet is full of idiots. That's why. Because as much as we all like to pretend that people on the internet are nice people, and sometimes they are, the majority of the time, people on the internet are a bunch of assholes. Um, and unfortunately, that's the truth. So, I mean, the point is here is that Xbox have a smaller... Um, audience than PlayStation currently. That's just facts. Mm -hmm. And with that means anything that you do is going to get a... Anything you do that is negative towards the larger fan base is going to get a negative reaction from said larger fan base. The thing that, the thing that cracked me up the most is just the people of... Xbox have got the, these same fanboys. Xbox have got no games. I'd never buy an Xbox. They don't have any games. Xbox gets games. How dare Xbox get games? How dare they be exclusive? How? It, what? What is wrong with these people? It, it baffles me. Absolutely baffles me. Um, the, yeah, it, it just comes down to the, the vocal minority, we hope. Um, and I hope that, look, we all knew this was coming, right? I think... I, we Actually, I say that. I remember us having a conversation about how I thought, I personally thought, all of these games would actually come to PlayStation 5 at a, a £70 pr uh, pound price point, which I didn't want to happen, but I thought that was that was what was going to happen. Jesus, words. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the internet's, the internet's idiots. That's why. That's why this is the case, and that's why we see this stupidity and the arguments and that's why you see unfortunately um who was it it was pete hines come out and apologize to fans um that 
their games are now exclusive on Xbox. That as a whole, I have no problem with him saying that. It is still a little bit weird, though, if I'm honest. Hey. From an Xbox, Xbox point of view, it's weird. He made a follow it clarifies what he was saying a lot better in which that he was like i'm just sorry to the fans who are really who are our big fans that can't play the games now i'm sorry for them and he was like i don't really apologize the games are exclusive that's just how it works like yeah you got to deal with that so i do think his follow-up to that was a little bit better and cleared that up quite a Still, bit but why even put yourself in that position like yeah again like we all say things obviously and we we, we shoot from the hip sometimes and but when you're Pete Hines at Bethesda and you've just signed a 4.5 billion pound deal with the big one the one of the biggest companies in the world being Microsoft like it just it just seems weird to come out and be like oh even if you have to word it a certain way just don't it's better off to say nothing at all right then then say something that's gonna mess you up long term so and that's something that I'm learning um so yeah I think it is also interesting that Yes, this is an Xbox console exclusive, but it's also coming to PC. It's also coming to xCloud, potentially, right? In some sort of formal oh, fashion. You could play it on an iPad and, and yeah, yeah, you could you play it, you know, what I kind of mean there is like if you have the internet connection and an right. iPad or an iPhone or an i there, there is still a barrier there. Um, but the, there are less barriers than if it was exclusive on PS5, where it's locked to PS5 and that is it. Um and so, yeah, and, and then I, rumors, I don't know if this has been confirmed or not, that um, they're bringing xCloud to Xbox One X as well, right? Yeah, and that you'd be able to play that yeah, far yeah. back. Yeah. And so and it becomes a point then of, okay, by the time Starfield comes out, how much are you going to be able to pick up an Xbox One X for? And then Game Pass for a month, and all of a sudden you're playing it for the price of potentially what a $70 game would cost you anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe it will be that quite that cheap. but To play Devil's Advocate, from a sony point of view which is but i don't get trophies and i don't get the uber fast load times that the the ssd has and i don't get to play it in the place of where i prefer to play i don't get to play on the controller that i want i don't like all of those things do i'm not if you are just someone that is generally upset it's not coming to playstation i am not calling you out i'm talking about the the specific fanboys that yeah. are just absolutely horrible human beings and I just I don't have time for it um in my life anymore. Now it's just quick blocks. I got called some horrible names over E3. Um because I put out a tweet saying that Xbox is the best place to play in terms of if you're broke. If you're mm -hmm. if you're someone that grew up the way I grew up, um cancel estate and stuff like that. Like imagine I said to my mum, hey mum, ten pounds a month I can have every single brand new Xbox game. My mum would have been like here is ten pound a month, like yeah. and that and that's and that still would have been a lot of money to my mum, and still would be today. But it would have been the case of my mum would never have had to say no to me. I yeah. could have had that's the, that's the difference, games, right? And that's what I put in the tweet. And yeah, I still had uh, like horrible people call me things, and I was just like, oh yeah, fanboys, fanboys are gonna fanboy. So yeah, just leave them to it. I think the problem is what we do is we actually talk about them too much. And we actually bring yeah. it up too much. We focus on it too much. And I'm me personally. I'm someone that does it. I bring it up often as well. So it's not a, it's not a, a like it's a collective us thing as in the world. Like if we just focus on the positive people, we wouldn't even have to think about them. But we always think about them. Just like just don't worry about them. Yeah. 
No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, speaking of people calling other people horrible names, next up, Sarah Squid 69. <laughs> Why does Matt P hate us? It was our first E3 with Mr. Matt P, and he decided to go on vacation with his loved ones because he scheduled it scheduled it out before E3 dates had been revealed. I thought Matty was a part of the Potato Squad, but here in the delicious trenches of E3 news, Matty was nowhere to be seen. Did the community do something to upset Matty? Are we not good enough for him? Is he jealous that Fix and Crash are the one true peering? As a concerned My Xbox and Me fan, I believe that we are owed some answers from Matty PP himself. Jokes aside, Crash and Fix, you crush it over E3. Keep up the good work, lads. Uh, she then asked a more serious question, but just we'll to... Get to um, <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so why? Um, why, Matt? Why did you do it? Well, let, let's tackle it line by line, Sherry. Why does Matt P hate us? I don't hate uh, us, the collective turn, just you, Sarah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did the community do something to upset Matty? Again, no, not the community, just you, Sarah. Um, and is he jealous that Fix and Crash are the ones you're praying? At 100%. I think I've made that clear. Uh, there's an incredible amount of jealousy that keeps this podcast held together by string and duct tape. Do you know what Go on, I'm sorry, like Fix. Is when Crash was on the show, he was in the comments saying, Yeah, man, this show's so much better without me. When you're not on the show, you're like, Yeah, this show's so much better. I'm like, Guys, I just need you guys both to be here and like <laughs> everything works, okay? Like, people like the show, they like all the Voss for our separate reasons. Like, just, mm -hmm. just be here, you know? Like, Matt, like, sure. just run it past HQ next time you want to try to book a holiday, though. Like, you can't just be sure. doing that off the cuff, all right? Like, come on. I understand. Man. I understand. I understand. The timing was bad. I get it. I get it. No, look, in all seriousness, yeah. You guys crushed over E3. Congratulations. It was awesome. Uh, 100%. 100%. And um, we were yeah, I wish I wish I was there. I wish I was there. We were there. Also, was I was quite it. drunk and wasn't paying attention. Respect that. Um, <laughs> respect it. Uh, Sarah's real question was about the redesign of the Xbox cases. Um, she's if you're not part of the Discord, you need to get on the Discord because she put the side by side of the previous Halo Infinite case, and now I guess what they redesigned it to. Uh, it's mainly just graphical changes and stuff, and, and I guess the key art uh, for the cover is a little bit bigger and, and more important. And there's kind of less busyness and less stuff going on. Um, but yeah, asked us our thoughts on the new design of the Xbox Series X physical cases. Fix. I mean, it looks cleaner. If we're being yeah. honest, I think I think it's a cleaner design uh, with the white like bar instead of a bit thicker and the white line instead of the black bar. Personally, um, but I mean, I don't buy. I don't. I again privileged position. Understand my privilege. Um, I don't buy games very often anymore, and I don't have cases very often unless they're sent to me. Um, if not, I'm all digital, so this doesn't really affect me. Um, I'm not a collector and stuff like that. And even once I've already once I've had a game, I don't look at the case, so I don't really worry about this sort of thing. I get, I get it, and I'm glad that it does look nicer for people that care about it. Um, but for me personally, it's like, oh uh, yeah, whatever. I'm a, I'm a digital boy, so. Um, like it's cleaner for me, but like I don't know, I don't like it as much. I think it's a little bit too clean. Um, if that makes sense, it's like a little bit too empty, especially when it comes to the top portion. I feel like if they extended the white bar or whatever was there all the way across, it would look a little bit better. But besides, that's still irrelevant to me because I don't get games physical. I go yeah. all digital. 
the one thing I am a little bit concerned about, and maybe that's because it says Xbox Series X and doesn't say anything about S, which no, it does. Uh, where it's a Series X and oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It's there's no way it's on Xbox One and it's not on Series S, right? No, no, the game's on Series S, but I'm just I'll saying that it, like, the fact it doesn't say that. Why doesn't it's a weird thing to have? You've got these two consoles out there, and you don't have the the dash slash s on it it just to me that seems really weird considering that people that buy games in stores still are going to be way more casual than someone who's buying digital codes right so Mm. it just seems like that seems like a weird thing to not have on it maybe it's just not on this mock-up um i don't know but that that does seem a little bit strange yeah, I think I agree. I think I think probably what the the discussion has been had is is do we need to still say HDR? Do we still need to say 4K? And and can we simplify this art a little bit by getting rid of some of that information? Right. Um. But yeah, I think I, it's something I had noticed when you said yeah, it no longer says Xbox Series S, although it doesn't actually look like so Sarah's put both next yeah, to no, each it other. Yeah, doesn't on that one either. It, it doesn't on the previous yeah. one either say anything about Series S, and so. I guess nothing's really changed there, um, but yeah, like I think I think it's a way of them making the box art look cleaner, getting rid of some information they feel like they don't need on there anymore, and uh, yeah, giving the key art like, a little more room to breathe. I guess I don't, I don't, I don't, I really have an opinion on it either way. To be honest with you, fair enough, fair enough. There we go. There we, we go. Jump into what's been in our box. That's it. Um, I play a little game that you may have heard of, called Dead by Daylight. The Resident Evil event has officially started. The new series. Let me tell you something, my Xbox and me audience. I've never been so close to buying skins in a game in my life. I was going to buy every single Resident Evil skin they have in the, in the Dead by Daylight store. And then I looked how much it was going to cost me. Did you tally it up? £37. I think it was even, maybe even a little <sighs> bit more than that. What does that get you? Talk me through it. Chris skin. Yeah. Claire skin. Sure. Leon skin. But you've already got a Leon skin, but right? A different Leon skin. A different Leon, okay. And a different Jill skin. Okay. So for free, you get... No, one Leon for skin free, one... you get nothing. You have to, for okay. ten pounds. You get Leon, uh, Leon, Jill, and no. Nemesis. Right. So, are those skins? Or are they like characters? No, they're skins. Because the characters, they're skins. Don't, they... yeah, they're they're skins. I be, I believe. Oh no, they're definitely no, they're definitely skin reskinning. So Chris reskins to Leon, I believe, and I think Claire reskins Jill, like and vice versa. I think they're skins. Yes. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, maybe I've got information wrong. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they are skins. Is the play, sorry, go on, crash. Play devil's advocate for Dead by Daylight. Uh, when you do crossover content, there's usually like royalty fees and stuff like that that have oh, to be paid. So true. those skins are usually more expensive. I 100% understand. I'm just saying, as somebody who couldn't give a crap about skins in any game ever, I've never been in a position where I'm like. Am I about to drop $50 on skins? Like, and I'm like, I love Dead by Daylight. I think it's a fantastic game. I don't play it enough as, as I would like. 
But I'm like, I'm still sitting here with you right now going, when I log back on, I could easily buy. And the problem was, it was like, it worked out. It was like, well, I can't just buy one because one was going to end up costing me like £25 and with some leftovers it's like of the queen and stuff. And then I was like, oh, well, then maybe I'll get two. But then two worked out not enough. Then I couldn't, it, it just, it was a whole thing. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm a, I'm yeah. a bit lost and I'm a bit concerned. I'm like, this is how Crash felt with Smite. And all these other games that he plays, I'm like, it's weird because I've already bought the game on PC and that's where I was like, okay, does the game have cross uh, progression on PC and Xbox? And it doesn't. They're working on it, but your characters don't go over and all that stuff. And I was like, do you know what? No, I cannot mm. do this. I cannot do this because I can see myself paying another £10 to buy the characters again on PC. Yeah. So I decided against it, but the game itself, a lot of fun. The new characters fit perfectly in its world. Um, haven't had a chance to actually play as Nemesis yet or get the Raccoon City police station yet, which is a, a bummer. I was trying. Matt was in chat yeah. with me. It was egg like, come on! We played, I think I played about five or six matches. Just couldn't bloody get it. Couldn't bloody get it because Randy generated the maps. Um, the, but it was a lot of fun. That map isn't locked behind a paywall then. That map is free to everybody to playing. I don't think any of the maps are ever locked behind paywalls. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, I, I'm keen to jump into it because that the, the thing about the trailer that got us really excited is is the, how faithful the map recreation yeah. looked, aside from the characters and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, I know that's something we both really want to see. So maybe we'll maybe we'll jump in some this weekend. Try oh, and get we it. We are jumping in. Like, no, there's no if. We are. Let's we should shoot uh, my Xbox. I already talked to a uh, shotgun. He said he would edit it. We should all sit down for an hour or two play an hour or two of Dead by Day, like all record our face cams and put it together. Because you've actually never Let's played it. it, right, Matt? Yeah, no, I'm, I've never touched it. So, I've got it downloaded. Ooh, perfect. It's like, we know how to play it because me and Chris have played. You don't know the game at all. I think that makes for a perfect dynamic between the three of us. If we can get a fourth involved, that would be amazing, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold my breath on that, you know? Let's do it. Uh, yeah, the other game I played, a bag plan NBA 2K. I'm addicted. I love it. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I just, I, every time I play this game, I'm like, why do I ever stop playing this game? Like, I just really enjoy it. I'm, I'm crossing over Crash. I'm at the Lakers. It's me. There's Kawhi. There's LeBron. Who else do you think I got, Crash? I got a stacked team. Who else do you think I got? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. LaMelo Ball. No, I couldn't get him. He's not in the get. He's not in the career mode yet. I would though if I could. I would see that. Um, no, he's not in career mode. I don't believe so. Like he's in the update for my team, but not the the my team, which is like God. the ultimate team version. Um, who else have I got? I'm, I'm Who's my big man? Oh man. Oh, Giannis. Yeah, Giannis as well. Got a stacked team. I'm destroying Crash. I'm 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 dipping and diving. I'm dropping threes. Uh, what's new season? I'm like, I'm, uh, we are on a 17-game win streak right now. Not lost a game. Mm. 17 games. I'm dropping 40 a game crash. Call me Damian Lillard. Wow, you're Damian Lillard. <laughs> That's amazing. Move on to what you guys have been playing. The audience cares way more about that. Uh, Matt, what have you been playing? Uh, 
uh, I finally finished the campaign for Outriders with my mates. Oh, wow. And <laughs> didn't, I know. <laughs> to be fair, that is us playing probably four hours every two weeks. Oh, okay. um, and we finally got there. Um, but the Expeditions, the end game for that is the best part of that game by far. And, and we're probably enjoying it, probably enjoying it now more than ever. Um, the thing that's weird about that game, right, is that like, you know, similar to a lot of other games, looter shooters of that style, you fight the same enemies over and over again, right? And and it feels very samey. But very early on in Outriders, you fight a giant lava spider, and it's the most interesting thing you fight out throughout that entire game, and you never see it again. It's Makes more than sense. willing to recycle every other enemy that you run into, Dude, except that boss, which is by far the most interesting thing of the game. But think about it. Marvel Avengers did the same thing. Spoilers for Marvel Avengers with the, the ending of, um, again, I'm giving you a second, all right, one, two, three, four, you had your chance, with the mode <laughs> ending. Like, the, that whole boss fight could have easily have been a boss that you replay and you replay and you replay. Yeah. And you know what? When games miss these tricks, I instantly go, oh, maybe Borderlands did get it right. Mm. You know? Like, maybe... Because like maybe, Borderlands bosses, like, they've that game is designed for, like, legendary bosses and, like, mm -hmm. same bosses that you fight and you fight over and over again. They drop better loot. And it's just weird games don't let you fight the boss again. Yeah. To be fair with Avengers, the MODOK boss fight is single-player only. Yeah. And it was incredibly um, wonky. Yes. So I think... I. I don't know anything, but I'm going to assume that at one point they might have been like, maybe we could make this a boss fight you go back to, and they're like, it just isn't optimized well for one person. There's no way we can get four people the on the screen. Are like four frames per second when you play a single player. So imagine playing yeah. four yeah. player. Like, yeah, it'd be horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be nuts. But did but you yeah, enjoy the, the, the story overall? Of Outriders? Yeah. God, no. No, the, the story, I think, holds that game back a lot like the the idea of these expeditions which are time trials the yeah. quicker you complete them the better you're incentivized to get through these things quickly and strategize around that and it i think it's the best way to do it like a looter shooter that is time-based is phenomenal for me and and i'm enjoying the expeditions far more than anything i did in in this sort of campaign leading up to it um so yeah that's where i'm at with it Anything else you've been playing? Uh, as mentioned earlier, Forza Horizon 4 been playing and still on Resident Evil 8 and still thoroughly enjoying Resident How Evil How are you still 8. playing Resident Evil 8? I'm going through now on the hardest difficulty and I'm trying to get double S rank on all the mercenary runs. I'm loving it. I, I love, I love how it. you've done more. I beat the game once and played the one and a half times I've played it and I'm just like... I'll get back to this at some point when I can be bothered. Like, didn't touch mercenaries. Matt P's now like taking over my crown and like I'm the really evil guy. Like, <laughs> gee, I'm like, what the, what the hell? What the, what's going on? With Who would have like, thought geez. it? Who would have yeah. thought it? How many playthroughs have you done at this point? I'm on my fourth. Okay. The game's once the, you the know campaign. the game, the game is very quick. I will. I know it was the same thing with. It's uh, pretty quick, yeah. Seven. To be honest with you, every Resident Evil game, once you know it, you know it. Uh, I even like dipped my toe into the speedrunning world. Like I was oh, looking up Twitch streamers speedrunning and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it seems like there's no, well, and this was a couple of weeks ago, you but it seemed like there was no real, sorry? You're playing on console, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, you got no choice. Oh, I I wasn't really looking at it as like I'm going to hold the world record for this. It was more like on my fourth playthrough, is there stuff I can be doing? Are there little hints and tricks I can be taking here to like speed this up considerably? Um, but it kind of seemed like there was no consensus on like what is the speed run? I saw some people speed running up until you kill like the first major boss. And so it was like a two hour You're wrong. and a half or thing. And uh, I, 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 will, I very willing to accept. That, I literally yeah. sit there and watch. I watch Ray D and I watch Orchlon and I watch Bark Soup. And they're all speedrunners, Resident Evil speedrunners uh, on Twitch. So go follow them if you're into Resident Evil speedruns. And they know the optimal run. The only difference okay. in this game is um, the upgrades. Because the because the game is so so you have to start a fra- they do fresh saves as well so you uh, wouldn't have to worry about that on your run through but they mm. have to worry about like where to get money so they get enough money so they can upgrade the right guns to beat bosses the fastest and stuff like that interesting but, oh, god that headache to me is like nope not interested in that as do you know off the... that stuff I was like, I'm at. <laughs> yeah do you know off the top of your head like what the like ballpark run time is at oh, the moment no last time the record was an hour and. 52 last time i for the whole game yeah wow that will get that's insane that's long still that will get optimized even more i I need to check it out now that i know it's like that low i need to i need to watch oh yeah yeah yeah. it's like like those guys those guys are amazing they're they're amazing those are like people say to me often like oh who do you watch and like I literally go on Twitch to watch like other people watch for entertainment purposes. And I suppose it's still entertainment to me, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's who I watch. I watch those three all of the time. Love it. I'm a lurker. I need to check it out then. Serial lurker in their chats. So, yeah. check it out. But yeah, like like we were saying, like I can't believe that I'm so into this game and still keep going back to it and I love it. Yeah. So. Crazy. Crash. Crazy. What have you been uh- playing, dude? I played the Final Fantasy Origin demo. I forget what the full title of that game is. Um, It's a palace something. Let me have a look. Final Uh, Fantasy Origin. Nope. Wait. Oh, Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. Yep, that's that's the name. That's not, the not name. a weird name at all. Uh, I can confirm uh, as of today, no, as yesterday, uh, it's not a sequel to Final Fantasy One, not a direct sequel. Just so people are aware. Yeah, um, I would pay that. good money to be a fly on the wall in a Final Fantasy title pitch meeting, like where there were just a lot of people sat around, like, "What should we call the next Final Fantasy game?" And that's what the decision is made to call it. No, there's definitely yeah, I, there, you. You're disrespecting the Final Fantasy universe by saying that. I want you to know because there's definitely fair there's enough. definitely been no because I know for a fact there's definitely been thought that's got into it. It's just oh, I am not deep 100%. enough into it to know. Hundred percent. So, no, no, no. You misunderstand. In retrospect, oh. like every single like weird title, even like the um, Kingdom Hearts ones that are those are where you get like really weird titles they make sense in retrospect once you've played those games but as somebody who doesn't play those games or before you even play them you just look at it and you're like this just makes no sense 100 the reason i say i would pay good money is because i think the amount of thought being put in is insane uh, not that there's just one person no. throwing words at a wall and no. coming up with a thing no 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 i think i think the 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 red string conspiracy boards would be fascinating to look at for paradise blah blah origins whatever nonsense 
So, Crash, how uh, is Final Fantasy Origins? It does a lot of uh, really cool stuff that I like. So, it plays at its base, very similar to Neo, if anybody's played that. It is very on par with that. It's made by the same team, so that shouldn't be a huge shocker. Ninja Theory. Uh, yes. Ninja Theory, yes. I believe so. Let me check. I'll yeah. Check it, but carry on. I, I, think, I think you're correct. Um, so... The way the combat works is you have classes for your character, Ninja similar Ninja. Team Ninja. I, 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 that's, uh, Ninja Theory just sounded wrong. Ninja Theory um, Team Ninja, my bad. Yeah, um, so the way it works is you have classes similar to like older Final Fantasy titles, and even if you played Final Fantasy fourteen online like Fix has, uh, that game has classes and you level up those classes individually. Classes are tied to their own unique weapons, and that's all very enjoyable to actually go through and be leveling up and switching and you can have two classes equipped at a time so you can switch at them in between battle and even oh, in between okay. combos and that's all really cool yeah. and then instead of having the parry that a normal souls like game has this game has something that they call a soul counter or something along the lines where you essentially use your stamina meter to block something but if you're hit by a spell you can block the spell and then you get a certain amount of charges of using that spell back on the enemy which is actually a really cool mechanic. Um, and the game has like a lot of cool stuff like that in it. I think the final boss fight is pretty fun. Um, the biggest gripe I have with the game uh, is visually. The game is not great looking. Uh, the light, I think a lot of it, don't get me wrong, the graphics just generally. I'm assuming the game's pretty far out. Hopefully those get improved a good deal. I was about to, cool, deal. to call you out big yeah. time. If you were about to say the words, it's just no. lighting. Hell no. No, 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 no. It's, it's definitely not just lighting. It's definitely not just lighting. But I do think the lighting in it plays a big part. Because every time I'm going through, it's like, I could hardly see. And I don't know if they picked the lighting. So, like, we're going to blind these people. They're not going to be able to notice the graphics. <laughs> or if it's just, like, poor <laughs> lighting. I do think the lighting plays a good portion of it. But also the graphics in general just are not that great. I hope so, those get cleaned out. My thing for this game, obviously, like I've said before, big into Final Fantasy now, really enjoying the world of Final Fantasy. When this got announced, I was a bit confused. And I didn't want to say it during my livestream, but I was just like, this just doesn't look graphically amazing. Like, the main character looks awful. Like... Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know how else to say it. He looks super generic, super boring. Like I was just like, okay, yeah, no, this isn't this isn't one for me. Everyone's like, oh my god, this is the Dark Souls Final Fantasy game. And I'm like, I should this should be in my wheelhouse right now. Like I should want to play this. And uh I watched uh Fran FM underscore FM3 underscore uh play Fran Rebello for those who don't know. Um I watched him play it and I was looking at it, it's like this game looks hideous. And I was just like, I'm, I'm not a graphic guy. Like I'm not like a guy that won't play a game just because the graphics are not good. But this game specifically, I was like, I'm good. I'm good, you know. Like graphically, it is so un... It's just not good looking. I don't know what I was going to say otherwise. Like it's just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. Not for me. But, but you're saying the game of it is actually good, the gameplay. Yeah, I actually really enjoy the gameplay. Um... I do agree, though, it gets held back quite a bit by the visual appearance of the game. Um, and to be fair, it is a spin-off, and I feel like Final Fantasy spin-offs generally don't look the best for the most part. Um, I'm sure somebody will point out a game, and they're like, look at this Final Fantasy game, it's fantastic. But yeah. um, 
I, I do, I for me personally, I enjoy this type of game. I enjoy um, Team Ninja's games in the past. I like Neo, so I'm super excited for this game. Also, uh, coming to Xbox. I know there was a rumor about this beforehand, yeah. but also PlayStation exclusive. I'm glad to see that only the demo is a PlayStation exclusive, which is still unfortunate, but the full game is coming to Xbox, so that's a good thing. Fair I have a question. So yep. I am super not a Final Fantasy person, um, but very much enjoy Souls-like games. So what? What? why are people saying this is the Souls-like Final Fantasy game that people have been waiting for? What are the elements that carry over? Uh, it's the difficulty. It's the difficulty and the normal like nature of a Souls-like where you keep replaying it and you get to a boss and the boss is really difficult and then you're going to have to go and level up and get XP and all that stuff and uh-huh. get new equipment and things like that and then refight the boss and keep refighting that boss. And so... Like in Souls games, I feel like the, the time to die <laughs> is very low, right? But Final Fantasy games always felt quite long to me, right? Like you're in these fights with yeah. normal-looking dudes for a long time. You Where's sir, the balance there? You still haven't played Final Fantasy fourteen, though, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. What? In which oh. end? Long fights or very, very short oh, fights? very sure. You can get one shot in that damn game. I know it's a pain in the ass. But yeah, sorry, Crash, carry on. It's uh, it's very very short fights. Like okay. the the boss fights work how normal boss fights are in the time sure. that the boss lasts a very long time, but yeah. you die super quick. And I think that's the general rule, mm-hmm. at least in my time playing. And I could have just been horrible at the game, sure. but you do die pretty quickly with like against normal mobs and stuff like that. Maybe this is my Final Fantasy gateway drug. Maybe I should try it the demo because everything you're saying sounds interesting to me. I don't care I about the visuals. I, so. I I think if you like Souls like game, try out the demo. The graphics are so hideous. I wouldn't even touch it. But but I went, you know, like I Bloodborne was the first Souls like game and I played is a good and then looking I game. Bloodborne is a good looking game, but then I went back and played all of the Dark Souls games after that. And they are not good looking games. And and the gameplay was enough to carry me through there. So the, the visuals Every, don't put okay, me off that let me, much. Let me just tell you. I've been posed, go on. If <laughs> you're gonna tell me that you're not gonna play it because of its looks and its visual appeal, right? I don't want you ever to go and replay an old Resident Evil game again. It's totally different. Totally different. Totally different. I don't know. You're saying the graphics are the part of the reason you don't want to play. Resident Evil 2 OG only looks slightly worse than what this game looks like. (laughs) No. Don't do that to this game. That's absolutely an absurd statement. And you know that's an absurd statement. (laughs) I'm here for entertainment as well, Crash, you know? Come on. I don't know. I think you got a little bit mad that I made fun of Resident Evil. No, Resident Evil. I think Resident Evil is fine. No, Matt, I, I'm interested to hear what you think next week. Play it. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. It looks like Matt in th- this game looks like Matt on my screen right now. He's all pixelated. That's literally. Oh, you're all pixelated looks- on my screen. You've been pixelated the whole podcast. Don't worry about it. So no have you. The, I, don't Matt worry. looks pixelated. Matt is like Final Fantasy for me, and then Fix, you're like the OG Resident Evil game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, we both just look terrible here. Interesting. Interesting. Cool. Interesting. Cool. Um, we, well, we did have the extended showcase that got announced out of nowhere. Um, yeah. This is this week's dashboard, by the way. Apologies. Uh, Xbox announced <laughs> the, an extended uh, showcase that recapped everything that was kind of shown at E3 with a couple of deep dives. We got uh, more information on Forza Horizon 5. We got a behind-the-scenes look on Ninja Theory's uh, 
Hellblade 2. We also got the big, big, big update, which people have gone nuts for. And uh, I've got a grab with Xbox, but I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Xbox Ooh. Design Labs is officially mm -hmm. back. Uh, today, senior director and strategy of business, James Hunter, announced Xbox Designs Lab is back with the newest generation of Xbox wireless controllers to help you personalize and create a controller that's unmistakably yours. You can color customize with 18 available colors, including the new ones like Shock Blue, Pulse Red, Electric Vault, for nearly all of the external parts of the controller such as the body back d-pad triggers and more uh, design labs are currently going at 69.99 in the us but you can get them everywhere at xboxdesignlab.xbox.com for those that are interested uh, i saw matt p's mock-up of the potato squad and uh the my xbox and me controller well done matt i appreciate that cheers mate yeah no that was good fun i, I was just messing around i was uh, waiting to get my vaccine uh, and just sort of jumped in there and, and started messing around with stuff. And yeah, it's 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 great fun to just mess around with it. And um, yeah, will I ever actually buy myself one? I don't know. So it's kind of expensive. I saw a bunch of influencers out there. They already got sent their controllers and made designs. Mm. What the hell happened, Xbox? I'm just saying, we got the number one Xbox podcast in the UK. I don't know if that's factually correct, but I know we're pretty big. What, what happened? I would like a custom controller. Matt P would like a custom controller. Chris is in America. He would like a custom controller. I'm not sure what happened. My people need to talk to your people, Xbox. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. The, the one thing that surprised me about it is I started making that potato score controller as a joke because I was like, a brown controller? Who's going to... And then when I finished it, I was actually like, actually, I'd probably get the potato squad one over the my Xbox and me one I made. Uh... Because, yeah, yeah, even though it's a brown controller, it actually kind of still looked cool. I own too many controllers. I'm not buying no more controllers. Let me tell you. Yeah. No. I was no. I was looking at it, and I was like, you can make pretty good-looking controllers, but it's yeah. the same thing that when Design Lab used to be here, I was like, I don't really need another controller. And the yeah. fact that it's slightly more expensive than just buying a controller outright, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, if I really wanted another controller, I'd just go for, like, a controller they release that's on the cheaper end of it. The one thing I will say is, as much as I love what uh, Paris did, shout out to Paris, by the way, who hosted the entire showcase. Smashed it, fantastic yeah. job. Um, and obviously he had his joke with Khalif and all that stuff, which was funny. Is I think the writing on them look, makes the controller look super tacky. Any, really? Every single time. Yeah, I just don't think it looks nice having an app or something written there. I don't get it. Like for me, like I understand that adding that 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 customization option, and I think it's a smart thing to do because look how much it's blown up. Um, mm. But for me, I'm like, I don't want. I do not want writing on it. And then, but then I'm like, if I made one and like it was the my Xbox and me controller, they say you need the out on it, and it just, I just don't like it. I don't like the text at all. Yeah. What I would you rather? I think the text works in certain situations. Like if I'm giving the controller as a gift to somebody and I'm going to write something that's like super an inside joke or something like that on that controller, I think it works. But I agree. Like if I get that and I engrave something in it, it's just going to look weird. I would never. It's like, what? Yeah, I would never get that. 
No, I, I, I wasn't clear, I guess, on, on if it was the concept of inscribing something on no, it no, or no, the no. way that they've done it that you were having sort of more Both. of an issue with. Like, if it was actually engraved in, would that matter to you? Because no. it kind of looks like kind of grey painted almost. Just, like, I don't really know how they do it. But it, The control there itself, everything else, amazing. Mm. The fact that this even exists, fantastic. But yeah, I just don't like the text. I don't like the text on it. I don't like the way it's done. I don't like the look of it. I just think it looks a little tacky. And there goes my Xbox controller that Xbox was going to send me. God damn it. I tried. I tried. They're um, patching it up and everything. Yeah, trust me. Uh, the next thing they showed was Double Fine gave an update on Psychonox 2. Uh, I'm not going to be giving a, I'm not going through all the details of everything that was shown. There was way too much shown for us to really yeah. be able to break it down for you guys. Go and watch this if you haven't watched it already. Uh, we then got Stalker 2, more gameplay. A Plague's Tale Innocence has been optimized at, uh, for Xbox Series X and S and will be out July 6th. Age of Empires uh, got a showcase showing more. Uh, details of that we got an even deeper look at battlefield 2042 more information about cfe's a pirate's life gameplay uh microsoft flight simulator will be landing to xbox series x on july 27th with more we saw more of that uh you got a deeper look at hades when i was like you don't need to see hades anymore we already know that game's amazing and then we True. got a bunch of id at xbox stuff um game pass as well uh which was hades among us is coming uh, id xbox coming day one with xbox game pass this year you've got dungeons and dragons dark alliance uh you had the ascent you've got sable you've got shredders you've got blood roots you've got hello neighbor 2 you've got the gunk and you've got warhammer uh dark tide um coming to game pass in the future you've got atomic hearts medieval dynasty replaced RoboQuest, slam rancher 2 Som villa and stalker 2 all coming a lot of stuff we already knew it was it, it, this whole showcase was stuff we already knew was happening but with a lot more detail this yeah this uh, the rest of the information really quickly scarlet nexus uh you saw more of uh you saw more halo uh, infinite you saw more um grounded of the grounded update um, mm -hmm. but what i want to say is xbox did it perfectly yeah in terms of here's our showcase and here's everything you can expect here's everything that you want to see here are the hype moments go and pre-order your new xbox and here if you are someone that cares about the deep dives here's an entire other show with the people that are going to talk about it and know about it best, let's not waste any time on the E3 stage. I felt like this year for Xbox as a concept of their two shows was the perfect year. Yeah, no, I'd 100% agree with that. So you go, Crash. You go. I, I agree. I think it was um, last time they actually did an E3 that they had an inside Xbox afterwards. And I remember yeah. us actually having an issue with the way they did it. Yeah. Because there was something off, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but I do agree that this situation, the way they did it this time, was absolutely you, perfect. You know what the big thing is, I think, was the after show needs to be pre-recorded. You know, like, mm. the way... Because this was all pre-recorded. None of this was live. Yeah. This was all pre-recorded. Yeah. And I think what that allows you to do is cut the trim the fat of Dev speaking too much. Or when there's awkward silence and there's awkward moments and there's awkward questions, like bring back Paris every year <laughs> until you want to yeah. change it to somebody else and literally have the people that are going to be showing at your show, have them ready, 
pre preemptively have that recorded and then do your live show at E3 and then just air that afterwards, in my opinion. Like, doing it live doesn't work. This works, in my opinion. Yeah, Problem, I, th I think, is at a traditional E3, I don't know. I feel like they'd want to do it live. Yeah, no, Whether, I them or not, I feel like they'd want to do it live just to have that in-person interaction with it. And like to be honest, it kind of in a certain way works if the people who are there can feed off the energy of the crowd. But the problem is when you have developers talking about their games, Dude. we've seen it time and time again when there's live content. And I don't think it's a fault of the developers. It just really is a different field from what they're used to. It is a different type of performance you essentially have to do in that situation. It's, dude, I was at XO for three days. It's boring. Even when you're there live, you only sit down to watch these things when you want to rest your legs for a second. Like, they're just so boring. So I get, I get it from that point of view, and I understand why it happens, but I felt like this was perfect, in my opinion, of like them, you know, doing it this way. But that's just me. 100% and I think it lets you service your fans better right like like it, they pre-recorded like you say everything in this so they knew you know Paris's little dig at Cleef with the controller works. It, it works because it's edited right and, yep. and and because they have the option to say actually you know what we put it in the show it doesn't work we're going to take it out mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure there were stuff that they took out of the show a little joke here or this that there like it just lets you make a more polished show um whereas when you're doing it live these things hang and then yeah it just does it doesn't work as well and yeah i think i think this was the best option for them um and yeah if they move it back to a live thing next year i think people will say oh but the year before was really great right yeah let's plug well plug and get ourselves out of it lads uh matt p we'll start with you we've got to plug uh nothing much here's what i'll plug plug the uh mc fixer discord because people in there chatting away, leaving us questions, uh, interacting with each other is great to see, right? And, and a lot of people were. We should start a separate My Xbox and Me Discord. We have our My Xbox and Me channel in the MC Fixer Discord. I don't. Yeah, but do you do think people you need, need a separate one? I don't think it's up to us. I think yeah. it is up to the people. If they <laughs> want it, they should let us know. We can do that. That's no problem. But there's no point in us being like, collectively like yeah we should make it we make it we put it up and then nobody joins it or people join it and then they don't use them they still use them see for the channel getting a discord to run and work and people interacting it is so much bloody work that's why we never did it a separate one yeah. Yeah. but if there is enough people out there's like yes i want a place to talk just xbox and stuff i'll i'll look into it but moderating them is a, is a pain in the butt cheeks as well so as i've known yeah. i've been hacked and racially abused in discord unfortunately but that is life yeah typically if it ain't broke don't fix it sort of thing i, I like yeah. to work with and, and and people are chatting away in the mc fixer discord in the my xbox and me channels and i think yep. it works but listen yeah like let's let's throw it over to the uh to the potato squad and, and they can make the uh the ultimate decision whether or not they want it in a separate I thing went with anything why did i say potato no. Controller squad, something, something else. Did you so somebody tweeted us with the hashtag potato squad or something like that? Yeah. I don't know if you know, but a potato squad already exists for like streamers and stuff. And so I clicked on it. <laughs> somebody liked it, and I'm just a person where like I don't recognize recognize that name at all. Yeah. So let me see, and then 
it's just a whole they like the whole bunch of tweets from that hashtag and i'm like mostly they're like streamers and stuff this is so weird that's hilarious <laughs> yeah. good for them uh crash what you got to plug this week uh so if you guys enjoy the podcast i want you guys to go onto the itunes and if you haven't reviewed yet go drop a review uh, drop a subscribe on the YouTube page. Drop likes on some videos. You don't necessarily have to watch the video. You can mute it, put it in the background. That would be fantastic. Uh, the My Xbox and Me TikTok as well. Go check that out. Yeah. Big plugs this week, Crush. Big plugs. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Uh, if you want to see what my favorite moments of E3 were, head over to youtube.com slash mcfixer. I put out a video... Um, of me it was a different type of video usually it's me talking to camera this was like intro to camera outro to camera and then just vo over the top of some gameplay footage um i'd love people's feedback on that and if that's something people would like to see more of i am definitely in a weird space at the moment when it comes to youtube um where i'm like oh do i start playing towards the algorithm and all this crap so um yeah it's a, it's a hard decision to make and stuff, so let me know if you enjoyed that video. And uh, yeah, you can follow me everywhere at MC Fixer. You can follow Matt P at Matt P Video. You can follow Crush at Crush Nick Plays. We've been my Xbox and me, and we will catch you next week for episode 300. There should be a guest. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. There will That's be. Great. I'm sure. We'll Maybe. There might, there might not be. Who knows? Until next time, love you. Leave you. See you later. Goodbyes. Bye. Bye.